moss. More moss to the people, yeah. More moss. More moss to the people, yeah. More moss. More moss to the people. Hi, this is Asa Nilsson, and you're listening to More Moss to the People, where each week we're going to be talking about slowing down, even hurling ourselves off of the Ferris wheel of the production-first mentality and choosing to live a courageous life based on our own needs first and daring to be different in a world where sameness is encouraged more highly than living a life of authenticity. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. to More Moss to the People, the podcast. I am your host, Asa Nilsson. And can you believe we are already up to episode five? What? Oh my God. (laughs) Time is going fast, my friend. Time is going fast. So I have a question for you this year, this year, this time. I'm going to be by myself again because the whole timing of getting people uh, as guests Things take a little longer than you would anticipate. It's not just a matter of jumping on a telephone and recording, or maybe it is, and maybe I'm completely overthinking it, but um, that's not how it's going to happen. But I have three more people that I'm going to be talking to and seeing if they want to be guests. So I look forward to interviewing them and getting you to know them as well. So I wanted to pass this by you this week. We're nearly into December. I think there are 32 days left until 2023, 2023, the year 2023. Can you fathom? All right. Listen, when I was young, time was like molasses, standing in molasses. It wouldn't move fast enough for me. I had a, I have a very high energy I move pretty quickly. I think quickly. I do a lot of things quickly, which of course I am trying to slow down. That is why I have started this movement of more master the people to slow down so that I can actually learn how to be present in the moment that I am in versus rushing to the next place like I have done my entire life. And I want to pass this thought by you because It was brought very clearly to my top of my mind this past week. My, what if we didn't need to add on more to have more? What if we actually needed to remove things so we could feel more? I have that written on my website, and sometimes I amaze myself at the stuff I come up with, but more things, I don't know about you, but I'm going to talk about myself. I'll talk about myself because I'm the one that's here and I can talk about that because I know myself pretty well by by this point. 
And the more stuff that I have around me, the more I feel like I'm choking. I feel like somebody's standing on my chest. Does that ever happen to you? Where you look around your home and you think, oh my God, what am I supposed to do with all this? What do I do with all these things? How do I, for Marie Kondo, she is a goddess in my mind. I have all of her books and I did the whole KonMari method now several years ago where I went through my house and I took everything, like she said, taking all your clothes, taking all, everything, everything. I did it all. And what I have accumulated again in these past few years And I'm not even an accumulator. I am not a person that buys a lot of things. And the addition of probably 25% of the things that are back in my home now, I realize they really weigh me down. They weigh me down energetically. They weigh me down physically. I don't like to look around me and see so many things. Now, I have... um, just started to realize that maybe, maybe I have some issues around that. (laughs) And when I was in America last week visiting with my family, my sister-in-law says to me, oh yeah, Asa, you're totally OCD. You've definitely got OCD. And I was thinking, I do? I have OCD? Well, you know, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a medical professional. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a psychiatrist. I don't know if I have OCD or not. Maybe there are some things that I do that could come across as uh, obsessive compulsive. Um, But we started talking about noise and how she's known me for, gosh, I don't know. She and my brother have been married for 30 years. I don't know. More than that, maybe. Um, And So she said that, Asa, I used to watch you. I could physically and visibly see you changing when you were with the kids too long because the noise, because when the noise volumes would get too high, you were like, I'm checking out. Bye-bye. I had to leave. Well, I'm also that way with really cluttered homes. When I go into a home that has so many things around it, inside of it, like like when I drive by houses, you know, the, the houses that have every kind of yard art you could possibly have. I I stare and I think, how, how do you keep all that clean? I mean, how do you keep that sorted? Why do you have all these things? Because in my mind, I think, I think less is more, even though you look in my home, you would not know that to be true. Um, But noise is something that's super duper important to me. Clutter is something too much of too, too much of anything for me is just too much. And that's also why when I go out to the forest, when there's just completely serenity, serene air, serene ground, surround the trees, the sky, the sun, maybe the rain, maybe the snow, whatever it is, it's so calming for me. It literally calms my nerves. Now, I did not realize that these were things that were impacting my nerves because it had always just been the way that it was. You know how you can't see the forest through the trees? You can't see that you're doing something because you're in it. So I have a question for you. Do you feel anxious? 
quite often. Do you feel like you're not catching your breath? Do you feel like you're taking super shallow breaths? So this morning, for example, I had to run with my luggage from my husband dropped me off and I had to run to the train and that was not in the the place that I thought it was going to be. So then I had to run in, run up, run down and I'm hauling it and I get to the train. I throw myself on the train before they slam the door shut and I get a seat and I'm huffing and I'm puffing. And all of a sudden I realize I'm like, oh my gosh, <coughs> I coughed for like an hour. I did like the total Zoolander for an hour. <coughs> <laughs> Do you remember that movie? So I was coughing like a little, like a, I don't want to say this because it's going to sound wrong, but I'm not going to say it. Okay, I'll say it. I was coughing like a little beesh that I was like so verklempt and so out of breath and I couldn't catch my breath. And I think about, wait a minute, that was probably 10 years of my life that I couldn't catch my breath. I was just doing these... <laughs> like shallow breathing. And now today I realized that's been so long since I have breathed like that. Now I actually take deep breaths and I have an exercise. I, um, there's this woman, my, my mentor that I follow and she does these things called the pyramid breaths. And if you are a person that has issues with not breathing properly, and maybe you don't even realize that you don't, but I'm going to, I'm going to challenge you right now to do this. I'm going to do it right now. We'll do it together right this very minute. So these are called the pyramid breaths. And what it means is you breathe in for the count of five, you hold for the count of five, and then you breathe out for the count of five. So let's, let's do an example. Okay. You ready? You're going to breathe in for five. Three, four, five. Hold it. One, two, three, four, five. Uh, exhale. Two, three, four, five. Inhale. One, two, three, four, five. Hold it. Two, three, four, five. Exhale. Two, three, four, five. So if you visualize it like a pyramid, you're going up for five. You hold for five and you breathe out for five. And if you do that five times a day, like just like one time, you sit in there, you're doing it for five, five times, like five breaths, then your nerves will, I'm not kidding you, you will calm your nervous system and you will catch your breath. Do you know how often it is that we do not even catch our own breath? Where's it going? What's it, what's it doing? Because we're running. We've got to go to the next thing. We've got to be at the next place. you got to run for the train. you got to hurry up and get on the train. you got to put your luggage down. I'm like, oh, God, this is so old, Asa. And it reminded me, catch your breath, catch your breath. What's the worst thing that can happen? I missed the train. Big deal. I take the next train. But you know why I was so rushed and so pressed? Because somebody was waiting on me. On the other side, I had somebody that I had to meet when I got to the apartment because she had to do the handover of the dog and I didn't want to inconvenience her. You see, this all comes back to my need for codependency and that I want to make sure that I don't bother or inconvenience anybody else in this world. And what I do instead, I sit on the train (coughs) for an hour. (laughs) I, I... 
You see, we all do our own things. We do things our own way and we don't realize it because we're so stuck in our own worlds. We're so stuck with our heads in our own sand. We'll say that. So where is it that you potentially aren't breathing properly? Where are you not connecting with your body because you're so worried about getting to the next place to do the next thing because there's people relying on you or there's people that need you to be a certain way or to do a certain thing so that you can have a certain blah, 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 blah. Oh my God, it's so, God, it's too much. It's too much. It's too much for me. And if it's too much for me, then I know it's too much for other people too. I am not alone. I know I'm not alone. So how do we reconnect? How do we reconnect to ourselves? How do we reconnect to one another in order to see one another, in order to see ourselves and where we're at? We have got to stop and slow down and breathe. Stop, slow down and breathe. To me, that's the biggest gift, biggest gift I could have given to myself when I was in America last week when I'm sitting with my family and I'm enjoying a cup of coffee and I'm sitting on the sofa and I'm looking around me and I see my sisters and I see my 86-year-old mother, I see my nephews, I see my nieces, I see my brother-in-law, I see my sister-in-law. I mean, I'm the luckiest girl alive. And if I was fretting and stressing and doing and pixing and tricksing all the time, then I wouldn't have been there. If I was worrying about, okay, I got to get back to Sweden. I got to do my podcast and I got to think about this. And I did do a podcast. I completed a podcast at my mother's house in her bedroom last Friday. Everything had to go out. Everything drops on Friday. So you know what? I did as much as I could on Thursday and then I let it go. That's the new me. That's the new me because you know what? This podcast is a journey for me, and this is also a time for me to enjoy. I want to enjoy this process. I don't want this to be another burden. This is not going to be another burden. I am not creating this movement to be creating another burden in my life or a burden for other people. I am creating this to have a place of conversation, a place of thought, a place to return to ourselves and contemplate, how do I feel? What do I want? Who do I want to be? Who am I in this world? Who am I? And do I like who I am? And do I like what I see in the mirror, regardless of all the product I could possibly buy at Ulta? Ulta or Alta, whatever the name of that place is, the store that I went to on Black Friday mistakenly to buy two lipsticks. Um, yeah, that was that was a shock to the system right there. And it was also a eye opener because I looked around me and I see children from the age of 10 packing on the makeup in their little carts and women 50s, 60s, 70s who are buying more stuff to, you know, the anti-aging. Um, I don't know. I don't believe in it. I don't believe in it. I'm, I'm proud as hell to be 55 years old. I'm so happy that I get to be sitting here doing something that I love sharing space, sharing time with you, even though I may not even know you, but I still love you. I still love you because you're 
you're Miat Menicha. You are a, a co-person in this world with me. And together, we can make a difference. Together, we are making a difference. So when we look within to figure out who we are and are we living our highest and best, because when we are, then we do differently. We do differently in the world. We show up differently in the world. When we feel more, then we are actually connecting back to ourselves and our truest self, which is only based on love. Remember, there's only two feelings. There's love and there's fear, period. Where do you live your life? Do you live your life with love? Do you live your life with fear? I want to ask you that question again. Do you live your life coming from love? Do you live your life coming from fear? Those are the only two emotions that we need to concern ourselves with. And when we come from love for self first, that is why I always say love yourself first, love yourself most, and then pass it on. Then we share it with the world. So now 22 days left or 21 days, whatever it is now till the end of 2022, how do you want your life to look? What can you do to slow yourself down? How can you slow your roll? How can you take these five pyramid breaths a day that'll take you two and a half minutes to reconnect yourself to yourself, to the ground, to spirit, to whatever it is that you want to ground yourself to and start your moment from there so that you can start breathing again, coming back home, coming back home to self, yeah? Not buying more products so that you can be something that you think somebody else wants you to be. Coming home to self so that we can feel more, not have more or do more. Because at the end, end of the day, all that is so irrelevant, so irrelevant. What matters most is who we are and how we tend to self and how we tend to others. So I leave you with that today, my friend. I leave you with that. I hope you have a beautiful weekend. And I appreciate you listening. Thank you. I appreciate the feedback that I'm receiving, your thoughts, your input. And if you have any ideas of topics that you'd like for me to discuss, please just send me an email to hello at moremosstothepeople.com. Until next time, I hope that you have a beautiful week and weekend. Take good care of yourself and just remember, breathe. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of More Moss to the People. I am Asa Nilsson. If you like this episode, I'd love to hear from you. Like, subscribe, follow the podcast, share it with a friend. I want to say thank you to Kamel Asli for his help with the production of this podcast. Without him, this would not even be in your ears today. I can assure you of that. And let me, let me say a little something about my friend Gregory Paul Donaldson, may he rest in peace, who would always leave me with this quote. He would say, in the meantime and between time, whatever you do, do it well, and then pass it on. Peace and most importantly, joy. I want to leave you with that as well. I'll see you on the flip side, my friend. Take care.